Hey everybody, welcome to the Harmonics Podcast. We're all back from our paxing and sickenings and oh, bowlings. <laughs> all of our voices are back? Yep. Check in. Yeah. Who we got? Check in. I'm here. Aaron's here. Yep. John Drake is here and stuff, yeah. Fish McGill is here. Yeah. Intimate four-person group. Oh, yeah. Diddler's in the other room watching us intently. What else? Is actually, like, like he does all day. Yeah, he's just playing solitaire. Like he does all day. <laughs> Staring at us through the window. <laughs> I was wondering what that <laughs> webcam was for. Yeah. yeah. Live stream. Uh, so we've had an eventful... Times literally last full of podcast. events. How do you guys think uh, PAX East went? Yeah, Big thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, PAX Fish, this was your first, my your first, first show, show floor, fun time experience. Give me a rundown. I couldn't believe how many people there were. I'd heard about it, but you know, I saw everything when I came down the escalators, and it was mm-hmm. like so vast. But then I walked around the whole space, and there was like a whole other side. Yep. Yeah, I think three top games, three different halls this year. Like last year, there were two, right? There was. No, there's always been three, but they didn't oh, really? they didn't sell space in the second hall last year to get it was just tabletop. And this year they sort of split the second space up into two spaces. Land and tabletop. Yeah, yeah. Bigger That's every what year. blew me away was the gigantic amounts of terrifying. I don't know if they're alienware computers or what, but Yeah. Well and then there's a whole uh, BYOC, bring your own console room where people will just mm-hmm. like bring their own computers and systems from home. And there was the beanbag hallway. Oh yeah. I like didn't get to look around as much this year as I have in the past, but like like, my favorites have been the, uh, the classic arcade room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They bring all the stuff from Fun Spot, right? Uh, I'm not sure if they're from Fun Spot. I think, I think so. It's related to Fun Spot. It might have been from the uh, from the new place up in Pelham, the, the new pinball place. Yeah. yeah. But it's awesome. They, like, crank the yeah, uh, that's, classic rock. Because that's a drive. That's, dope. that's a drive spot, from yeah. Fun Spot. I mean, they, they, they would make it. Well, they, they would they make do. it for a pack. I'm pretty I sure think, it was I those guys. Those, yeah. I think you're wrong. Because they bill it as like, because doesn't Fun Spot bill themselves all, as a museum of uh, arcade games? That's the thing. It's not Fun Spot. It's like whatever the national, the classic Northeast. Oh yeah, BS. The any BS games. <laughs> That's sort of the bummer with Fun Spot being so far away. It's not even like super far, but it's no. a drive. It's like an hour uh, and a half. I feel least. like they would get a lot of traffic from a Pax East. Like yeah, if, if they're any closer. So, so next year, next year we're going to move. Next year we should move out of the BCEC where they have a ten-year contract, yep. <laughs> uh, and have been growing year over year. And we're moving to like uh, Weir's Beach uh, in New Hampshire. It is the worst. Yeah, <laughs> unless you're a biker. It is. Yeah, a snooze fest of a town. <laughs> unless you're there boating in the summer or biking. That's Winnipesaukee, right? Or is it a different big lake? No, it's the same lake. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no one there's listening to this show. They might be. They could nope. be. No, nope. they don't have internet. Give there. us, give us a shout out if yeah. you're a New Hampshire harmonics enthusiast. Yeah, tweet at me with hashtag Mister Pope doesn't know where you live. <laughs> uh, so you had a good time. I did. Fish. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. So you were capturing a ton of uh, fan reactions, testimonials to uh, yeah. Rock Band Blitz. Yeah, it was cool. People were making a lot of comparisons to previous games that we've made in the past. A yep. bit of phase love here and there. Uh-huh. And One others. kid actually had phase on him. <laughs> and, really? And others. I was a little scared. That is kind of... That's weird. That's... He had a classic iPod on him? Yep. I don't care about a classic iPod because it's not 2007. Like, yeah, I know. retro now? Keep that at home with my Commodore 64. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's like walking around the Walkman. Exactly. Who does that? Chunk. Sony. Um, so you probably more than any of us got to have direct... Like I got a I got a number of reactions from people, but you got, I think over a hundred on camera, right? Yeah, yeah. And a <laughs> few of them said, you know, no, you can't interview me, but can I play again right now? <laughs> I'll take that. It's yeah. like, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Go for it. Go do that. Uh, did anyone uh, spit on you or swear at you? No, thankfully. Okay, so big difference between PAX and the internet. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. True. Pope saw me interviewing a guy that was like six foot. It was nine. hilarious. <laughs> I turned around and I saw a fish. Holding the camera up as far as his arms would reach above his head. Yeah. So it was on head level with this giant of a man. Wow. He, did, he was not going to crouch either. He was very <laughs> nice. But I also interviewed a guy that was like a foot and a half tall. No, that can't be right. <laughs> I, I swear to God, he was in like a no, special came, custom chair. Yeah, he came chair. to uh, the Blitz panel. No, I know he was. Yeah. I know he was. I know who you're talking about. I don't think he's a foot and a half tall. That's okay. like maybe him. two and a half feet tall. Two and a half feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, let's upgrade that. If he was 18 inches tall, I would think he would be the smallest man in the world. While probably. we're talking about tall people, and I don't know if this might we're not end up about, being we're the same guy, a tiny person that you interviewed. Uh, I finally met Ozone. Oh yeah, Ozone from yep. the internet. He's a big dude. He's 
super tall. Yeah, and his hair is not the same as it is in his no, Twitter no, photo. No, he doesn't Mis- look like misleading Twitter. Profile. I had three conversations with him and remembered who he was two out of the three times. But yeah. one time, I like straight up took me thirty seconds to be like, "Oh wait, I know you." You yeah. just changed yep. your hair. Confuses uh, me. Ozone is a, is a rock band network author. Hmm. Uh, all around fun of guy. Repute. Likes so did, wrestling a lot. Did he, he weigh a hundred pounds? Because no, this guy was super skinny. That he was pretty to. skinny. Okay. Well, he's not six nine though. No, he's he tall. Was, he was tall though. But uh, anyway, shout out to Ozone. Thanks for introducing yourself and being gracious by the fact that Drake and I didn't know who you were. Mm-hmm. A ton of forum people and Twitter followers and just like general harmonics slash rock band regulars. Did you meet anyone this year that you hadn't met before in person that, um, that you knew from the forums or whatever? Yes. Um, there were a few uh, lapsed forum regulars. There was um, this uh, this dude who posted as The Worm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and he, he stopped me outside the, the rock band booth and he's like, oh, hey, just wanted to say, hey, I used to post on the forums. I don't anymore. You probably probably don't remember me. I, I, I posted as The Worm. And I was like, yeah, W-U-R-M. Of course I remember. It's, Boom. Aaron it's my Trites, job to Community know. manager. <laughs> And he was like super stoked, and uh, and he actually he recognized apples uh, while we were talking, on which site? is like on site, what? which is a total aberration. That makes like, no sense at all. It's like spotting a unicorn in the wild. Yeah. It's like he is he's apples has gone to great lengths to conceal his identity, <laughs> which is yeah no well, because he's gonna get fired someday when they figure out how much he's working. <laughs> yeah, on working Rock for Band. us yeah. and not for his real job. Yeah. God bless him. That place. Could yeah, take him it out. was great to see him. But again, at these events. He comes out quite a lot, and I never actually get to talk to him. Yeah, we're always doing stuff. So, Apple, thanks for coming. And uh, next time, we'll have a good old chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drake, what do you think about the show? It's fun. All right, Aaron, what do you think <laughs> about the show? I love PAX. PAX is always always the most fun event. Um, everyone is just. I mean, like the, the the gag I made about the internet earlier is is not like a an implication that people yell and swear at fish all day online. Uh, but That's just of. of all of us, of all of us, he's going to get swore at the least, probably. Um, but just like, uh, just kind of getting out of the rhythm of forum culture or just like online attitude. Like, even when people are saying things positive, like it's just kind of backhanded, or you can't really tell when people are being super sarcastic. Yeah. And so you you get into a, a weirdly, or at least I do, like a weirdly defensive headspace, like spending too much time on the forums or on Twitter or things like that. Uh, and then you go to a show like PAX and everyone is just like genuinely so over the top excited uh, and everyone is like the most friendly uh, and even people who are admittedly not outgoing or not very social people um, have always been really good about like coming up and saying hi at the booth or thanking us. And um, you It know. makes me super nervous. <laughs> makes you super people nervous? People being sincere. <laughs> yeah, well. Ulterior <laughs> motives. It's nice when people come up and say thank you to us, but I just assume that they want something, and then they often don't, and I don't get that. <laughs> I don't like anything as much as people at PAX love video games. It's such a sincere appreciation about, of the what medium. What if there was a Portillo's convention? I mean, there oh, would, I, I would just I would, I would die of happiness. Buy tickets. Right That's now. not the same thing, though. Even the tickets are made of meat. Oh, oh my god! Uh, well, you broke me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing uh, is seeing everyone who plays Dance Central. Uh-huh. Uh, at these shows, because there's never not a playthrough where they don't just have like a giant smile on their face. It's awesome. Yeah. It's it, and like the way our booths were situated this year, it was great because we could be on the rock band stage, and we could see Annette and uh, Jessa and whoever they were playing with on the Dance Central stage, and and uh, big smiles all around. It's uh, except for Jessa. Except for Jessa, as Fish was just doing his Jessa impression. <laughs> <laughs> Frowny Brzezinski. Um, Kyle was there, uh, yep. HMX, uh, community team alum, Kyle Mercury. That was awesome um, to see him. He was there shooting photos and we've got those up, uh, linked on the Flickr pool and we're going to be tweeting those out as well. Something like 50 gigs of photos. Yeah. A, a, like an insane, uh, number of, uh, photos, but he, he did a ton of stuff at the rock band and dance central, uh, stages and got a ton of awesome shots of like cosplayers and, um, like people going all out on the rock band stage. And every single photo of Jessa, she is scowling. <laughs> That's how she, she looks is. all the time. <laughs> but, she, but she is, like, not an angry person. <laughs> You ever heard her talk to her boyfriend? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> he's a jerk. That's why. Nothing against her. Harmonious couple. Big ups like, to Frank. <laughs> What's up? What up, Frank? He's not going to listen to this. Yeah, he will Did you guys him. start that Frank club you were talking about? <laughs> no. Oh, the, the Frank we, club? We hate Franks. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
we had talked at bowling when we had to figure out team names. We were like, let's get like four or five teams together and all just name ourselves. We hate Frank. Why do you guys troll Frank so hard? Because he's, he's so easy to troll. He's been picked on so hard. It's he tried cool. to get me to pick on Jess at our panel. Did he? It was her birthday, and he. Oh, I guess she hates the sound of knuckles cracking, and so he tried to get me to have the whole crowd crack their knuckles at once. And I turned oh. and said, "I don't want to hear that. No. Oh, get off, get off the dais. That's gross. Get off the panel dais." <laughs> wow. wow, Frank's a good dude. No, Frank's great. school with Frank. Yeah, he's a Harvard alum. Yep. Does that does he does that put him on an equal plane with you? No, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. No Pope. No one's, wow. on, no one's on equal playing field with me. Wow. So why wow. people are nice to me, I don't get it. <laughs> you know who is nice to us? Uh, our good friend Pat. Pat, Pat Bear, Bear is the best. Who works at the Upright Citizens Brigade up in uh, up New in York. New York. And he helped us move some gear. He helped us hang yeah. out. He hung out with us for a bit. He was unstoppable. I Total sure professional, too. Like, you can tell his day job, or I guess it's technically a night job, is uh, running a theater. Yeah, like he gets it. He helped us load in the band for the giant bomb panel. That was dumb. <laughs> We're not doing that anytime soon. Yeah. It went again. well, though. People it did go it. well. We had the first ukulele harmonica... Scotland. And this yep. was your, your first musical performance in front. Yeah. Well, you did. You played a bunch of real guitar for rock bands. <laughs> that doesn't but, count. Yeah, but your first performance bad. with like a real like full-fledged band. He didn't even play real guitar in front of people for rock band 3 really that much. Just I at mean, Gamescom. He did all right. Gamescom, yeah. And it did not go well. Not at, at all. Because that no. guy was yelling in German the whole time. Yep. That was terrifying. Schnell. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> you can't yell that. So during podcast. so at Gamescom and when we were doing these demos every couple hours of the Rock Band Pro Guitar, you know, whenever EA decided it was yeah. a good idea, uh, they had a little stage, and so we're playing Joan Jett, and I thought I'd do like a little rock move, and I put my le- I, I thrust my leg. <laughs> wow, oh, just kick, Jesus, just kick the podcast. Rusting. I thrust my leg up on like the stage monitor <laughs> to like rock out, and then Cat was right there, uh, our old friend Cat, and like. She. It looked as if I hit her in the face with my with my body, which I didn't. But uh, the implication was my shorts were a little bit baggy. Oh yeah. I don't know what happened, but there was her view. reaction was pretty pricey. There were there, was there a were view. also uh, several young men in the front row uh, who, who had a direct line of sight immediately up your shorts. Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I do times. it for the Germans. I do it for the Germans. Gamescom. Thank God. But yeah, this was. Um, we had done, I'd done one comedy show once where, like, for a crowd of 25 people, we played a song. Uh, and then there was this giant bomb panel with 1,000 people. 1,200. That's not 1,200? Yep. 1,200 people, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Nope. So that was uh, a lot. Uh, and it was super fun. Good group. Uh, thanks to Chainsaw from Twisted yeah. Pixel. Chaney. Uh, Phil Reno, the man who uh, wrote the giant bomb theme song. Uh, what's his band? He's got a couple of them. He's uh, a, Lonely he's, Estates is one yeah, of them, and then he's got another one. I can't remember their newer. And then Bill Whitney and Bill uh, Whitney Caleb from Epps. our from our audio department and Caleb Epps, yep. also from our audio on department. horns and bass. Uh, bass. And Bill Whitney did all the arrangements, most of which <laughs> he had up. printouts. It was awesome. Yeah, wow. thank God for Bill Whitney. Yep. Anyway, Pax was weird, so it, yeah, it's fun if you're yeah. there. I always worry that we spend too much time recapping because if you're not there, I worry it's sort of like. Right. Hey, this really fun thing happened that you weren't at, so haha. Well, you should make an effort to go to the Everyone next one. Yeah, go. definitely come to PAX Prime out in Seattle. I can guarantee we'll be showing off even more crazy new stuff. That's something that I really love about PAX East, too, that we finally have like a big, awesome, kick-ass game show on the East Coast, which we've been sorely lacking for quite yeah. a while. I mean, you can go to Comic-Con in New York, but it kind of blows. Yeah, it's, that show it's in a, general. It's is a not very, very different vibe. Like it's way more it, comics focused, eh, which that. is which is fine. Like no. I'm I'm not knocking that. But it, it's a totally different attitude, and it's a, like it moves at a totally different speed. I was talking to Erica from Penny Arcade, and she mm-hmm. was saying, I guess it makes sense, that PAX East is the biggest convention, biggest gaming convention on the East Coast. Yeah. Bigger than Comic-Con. Bigger, yeah. than, bigger than PAX Prime. What is it in down in numbers? Atlanta? Dragon Con yeah. is kind of a big... Yeah. I don't in remember Georgia. Quake Con is down there. There's a couple shows on there. I mean, yeah. it's it's a big show. It's definitely fun. Yeah. You should make your time to come see it if you're on the East Coast. If you're on the West Coast, come to Seattle. Yeah. PAX Prime, I'm sure tickets are going on sale soon. There were a ton of people that I talked we'll to who came from, like, the middle of the country. Yeah. Who, like, Live dude took a, a Greyhound bus uh, from Ohio <laughs> um, to come that. to the show. Um, there was an enforcer from Texas who flies to both PAX Prime and PAX East uh, yeah. so we can uh, That's how you get enforced though. Don't take the bus from, <laughs> from Cleveland. No. That's too far. Greyhound. Fly out to a show. Anyway. Stay in a hotel. Yeah. Or Spend on a friend's floor. Yep. Spend some money. 
double up some people. Anyway, PAX was great. Yeah. It was fun. The team did a really good job. People worked really hard. I think people had a lot of fun with Blitz. Rock Most Band Night song, was fun. Rock Band Night was okay. Um, <laughs> Brad Shoemaker. Drake did not have a good time at this show. I was Drake, working. Drake was on the, the quill. I was not on the quill as hard as uh, Annette was. <laughs> Annette was on Dayquil. Annette was just chugging Dayquil. She had a big um, bottle of it. She Sunday, finished it twice. Yeah, it was like a Yikes. 40. It was like she was a 40 of <laughs> Edward Dayquil hands. Um, in a brown paper bag. <laughs> yeah. No, rock band, rock band Night was fun. Uh, we talked a little bit about the panel. I mean, Pure chaos. It was good. It was You're a lot right. of fun. But the, uh, I think if you've listened to last week's podcast, if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, you should. That's where we went over a lot of our pack stuff, yes. and it was definitely a good time. The panel itself, though, was really fun. A lot of really good people show for that, and Pope made Justin McElroy do like 15 minutes of stand up. Yeah, and now they've had a weird exchange where like Pope like begged for a T-shirt, like a little baby. I didn't beg as much as I did bust his balls about it. Yeah, but like he's not like my brother. My brother and me, if you're not familiar with it, great is podcast. a great podcast. Maybe one of my favorite podcasts, and it's on uh, it's on the Maximum Fun Network, and you can get it uh, on iTunes and all that good stuff. And Justin McElroy and his brother Griffin and Travis are the hosts, and uh, Justin and Griffin are both journalists for Polygon uh, website. Formerly Vox Games, and they were formerly a joystick. So Justin did our panel because he's a he's a video games guy. Yep. Uh, but he also has this podcast, and they're like a small, like independently run network of like seven or eight, uh-huh. maybe ten podcasts. These three guys just do it like over Skype. Like it's just these three brothers making some good fun, good goofs, good goofs for you to listen to. And Pope's like, "Give me a shirt." And it's like, "No, Eric. No, Eric. We're part I of a multi million dollar corporation. We give people <laughs> shirts because we have money." They were three brothers. Doing, yeah. They're scrapping, scrapping. Unaware, he had to buy his own he t-shirt. He bought you to a, shirt. a shirt. And he sent uh, me one, which I did yeah. not ask for. Nope. Because I, nice I told him where the address was. So then today, Nick Chester was busting everyone's balls on Twitter about how he didn't get a shirt because <laughs> he's an even bigger baby. And so to prevent Justin McElroy from buying another $20 t-shirt for my brother, my brother and me, I bought Nick a shirt and told Justin not to send him one. Wow. And somebody needs to stop I, it. Pope and I it bought forward. Justin an edible arrangement. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Huntington, West Virginia. It How was you get his address. It was on the the, the the shirt package. You sure about that? Oh yeah, he got the fruit. It, <laughs> yeah, it, he ordered it like around noon. Like yeah. it was the first thing he did when he came in this morning, <laughs> and he got it before we came to record this podcast. Yeah. like within three hours. Did he actually respond himself? He had wow. fresh yeah. fruit. Okay, good. I would wear the, like, the T-shirt say? warehouse is the one who ships you, and like they're eating your edible arrangement. Tell, tell Drake what he said when he got the, the edible arrangement. Uh, he would have preferred the meat one. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Um, Give me that salami. What he said Give was, uh, kill some time while I pull up. Well, so I, I can so, remember exactly what oh, he really? said. Oh, really? Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he told you that he would think of you every time a piece of melon slipped past his lips. His gullet. Yep, yes. that's exactly what a juicy melon. A juicy melon. Juicy melon. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Friend of the show. Justin he's the McElroy. best. I would. I mean, I would kill to have him on this again, just because I think he's so entertaining. That's Skype a good it up. Show. Uh, their show. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that show. So I would say, yeah, go download my brother, my brother and me. That's the best uh, best advice I would give you. This yeah. is not a, this Support is not an him. advice show about uh, <laughs> bad advice with three brothers, but we will tell you to go listen right. to one. Read Polygon. We won't, we won't endorse Polygon, but we'll endorse his no, podcast. Watch Time Belt. Polygon doesn't exist. So <laughs> celebrate his entire catalog. The Time Belt people should look up. We talked about that in the last. Gary Whitta gave me gave me some guff about how there's a real show called Time Belt from the UK, but it came after the Time Belt from West Virginia. So Amazing. I think America has Total a firm off. foothold. <laughs> uh, uh. Anyway, so that was fun. So that podcast was fun. I think the whole show was good. We had Rock yeah. Night. We had two booths. Had panels. We had a design we had panel. Stuff every. All this stuff's stuff on, online already? Is the design panel up the yet? The design, design panel is on my plate to do. Put it up. Have meetings all put the up, time. Put it up, put it up. Yep. Uh, so that's, that's good. So they talked about how they made Rock Band Blitz over the course of two years, that design panel. Playtesting and iterations that went through. And that'll be really interesting to see the video of because they yes. showed some screenshots of like, look how how good our coders are at making something work really fast. And look how good our artists are at making that not look like a bunch of rectangles. Because <laughs> right. it does not, the coder art is not a... Not a compelling visual experience. <laughs> well, even outside the two years of development, like the stuff that has been like creeping around in old harmonics projects for like the last five or six years, like the M2 era stuff. Seriously, stuff garbage that, that stuff. I don't think that phase. made it in the panel. Did you go? Yeah, yeah. they oh. they showed yeah, uh, Green Day. That all made it in. I thought they, I thought they cut that. Nope. They showed, uh, they showed the Green Day M2. Um, and uh, Why did you go to the panel? You weren't filming anything. No, I went to the panel. I didn't go to the panel. I was working the booth. No, no. I told you the day of that I was going to the panel. Not cool. No, because we had like 30 people staffing. We were overstaffed. We had a lot of great volunteers <laughs> from Veronica. Which is good. Cool. Yeah, so it was a good show. 
It was a good show. We're rested up. We have our voices back. I think all of us, to different degrees, had kind of lost our voices. I was fine. You're fine. I'm always fine. Yeah. You got support from your diaphragm, Eric. You're right. That's how you talk. Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, boy. No? I'm yelling at my throat! (laughs) That's true. I do need to focus more on my diaphragm. That's like garbage. Because everyone's screaming. Yeah. I'm just going (laughs) to... Yeah. Oh my god! Here? Christine, yeah, I've uh, I've heard is still uh, still <laughs> recuperating. Oh, is that why she's not here today? Uh, no, she's uh, she was off. emailing and telling me that she's still like on a hot tea and honey lozenge. Y'all need uh, to regimen. toughen up. Best wishes to Christine. Y'all need to y'all need to toughen the f up. Yep. Yeah. What? Happy birthday to her last weekend. Oh yeah, happy birthday, yep. Christine. We had a harmonics bowling day on Friday. Yeah, yeah we did. It's a thing that harmonics does every year. We rent out this the bowling. Amazing bowling alley called Lanes and Games. It is garbage. Down. It is just like, <laughs> like uh, what, what, what do you call that type of sheet metal? It's just made of sheet metal. It's just <laughs> like siding. Yeah, it's, just it's like, like a siding base building. It's like it sound like a, it's a like, shanty town. Yeah, it's like a shanty it from Cape is. Town, South Africa. It's like <laughs> wow, just this metal box. Oh, Had to bring apartheid. Yes, I, I was thinking of like Hooverville. But... Yeah, the original Cape Town. Um, <laughs> And it's been it's around, not like I'm sure, since, or anything, since like, like the, the 50s or something. It's, and they haven't renovated it ever. It's it's pretty amazing. The walls are carpeted. Yeah, yeah. yeah shag carpet. Shag carpeted walls. Shag carpet art yeah. on the walls. Uh, it's really weird. Really good. Like, open downstairs. Greasy people. bar food. Oh, God, I ate so much. I, we hadn't eaten all day, and we didn't get there until like 2.15, and I immediately housed like nine chicken fingers and a whole plate of mozzarella sticks. And it's, then I felt... Awesome for half an hour, and then I almost died. <laughs> it's good for you. It, like the grease on your hands helps you bowl. I bowled pretty well. Yep. I didn't go great. How did everyone bowl? I bowled well. That I did all right happy. for myself. You were who was doing candlepin? I was doing candlepin, which, which is like New England non-New England people might need to educate. It's not real bowling. Don't it's worry not very fun. Yeah. No, it's like it's targeted bowling. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. Yeah, it's, it's like dumb. It's it's a little dumb. It's pretty dumb. I don't like it, but it's and really I grew fun. Up with it. I, I like, like it a lot. So what did you bowl? Um, so I bowled uh, a 75 in my first game. That's um, That's and then I bowled an 88 in my second wow. game. Um, and I was uh, really happy with how I did. Fish? Fish to I was at 105 and then 97 the second okay. game. But I finished with a strike, which was nice. Good nice. feeling. Solid. I, uh, I think my first game I got 118. Wow. Mm. Wow. For me, that's really good. I don't remember. Good. I think the second game I had like Respect. 103. Like I went 110, 120. Am nice. I the only person? I guess Aaron also improved as the day went on. Most of my yeah. team declined as the day went on because I, I got drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got better. Yeah, I got that's true. Up. They do open bar. Everyone makes their own team t-shirts. I was the Angry Balls. We were an Angry Birds theme shirt this year. Oh, yeah. Those are pretty that good. good. We yeah. scre- it took me all day to figure out how to screen those <laughs> GD t-shirts. I went through like four packages of iron-on transfers. Green Day t-shirts? Yeah, Green Day yep. t-shirts. I'm trying not to swear. We swore a lot, we swore on, our a lot on the last podcast. Oh, yeah. So blue. Used up our swears. <laughs> yeah, that was our year. first explicit episode. Yeah. yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> Pretty explicit. Yeah. Uh, my team was uh, Small Balls, Big Hearts, Can't Lose, <laughs> which oh, I was serious. not aware Friday of at the time was a Friday Night You didn't know? Reference. No, I haven't watched a I've second still never Friday seen that. Night. I heard that show's great. Reference. Yeah, I've heard yeah. good, too. You like that show, right? Yeah, I haven't ever watched it. It was nominated for all the awards. Yeah. Aaron just was being described about his hyper-enlarged heart. And yeah, he's tiny, tiny genitalia. <laughs> Serious medical issues, guys. Yeah, these are not funny jokes. No. These are things you need to address by a doctor. <laughs> All right, I got to get out of this garbage yeah, you got hot a meeting, box. Right? I got a meeting right now. Garbage right. hot box. It's hot in here. It's got hot it in It is Boston. super hot in here. It's, it's very fun. It's not that bad. I got sweaty pants. Put some shorts on. Take your no, shorts well, off. I don't. Cut the legs off. <laughs> which which legs do on. I do? Do it all. Get an exacto just... knife. Just cut the shorts off. All right, bye, everybody. Cut them right on my leg. Pull the skin off. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Terminator. <laughs> Taking off his shorts. Look at him. He's staring um, us down as he leaves. Yeah. Kind of sinister. Yep. Nope. Man, he was so negative. John Drake John negative? Drake. I know, right? <laughs> he did not have a good time. You know what's going to be a good time? Uh, Aaron just gave me this unopened pack <laughs> of 10 hot photo cards with facts and photos of your favorite rock, rap, and pop stars. Pro Set Superstars Music Card Series Two. Uh, win a, I could win a rock and roll trip down under if you're lucky. What, are, these, are these current? Like no, that, that, no. Sounds the, like a threat. 1991. These were like the compliment to Yo MTV Raps cards. All right. So I'm gonna open these right now. Yep. Just to just see Live what happens. Opening. I mean, they're, they're gonna like instantly this. lose their value as soon as I open this. That's but, true. Uh, no, it's no longer worth 94 cents. Which is what I paid for them at the bookstore <sighs> down the street. First card, UB40. Amazing. Yes. Good hit. UB40. Great band. You know that's the name of the unemployment line in Ireland? 
Really? That's how they got their name. I didn't know that. They That's all met. That's a good fact. Good, good trivia. UB40. I always confuse UB40 and Fine Young Cannibals. And you two? Nope. Just those two. No? Just UB40 and Fine Young Cannibals. FYC rules. Red, red wine. Neil Diamond. It does. It says that. It's, uh, yeah, Neil Diamond did Red, red wine. That was a number one hit for them, though. Boom. Good for them. Good you know what else I got? I got, uh, I got Kiss. Oh, they are a rock oh, group. Kiss. Is that Kiss in makeup or Kiss out of makeup? Uh, they are in makeup and they're shrouded good. in fog. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Got Belinda Carlisle. All right. Goes a rock band. A nice soft focus photo of her on the front of that trading card. She's saying get weak. Get weak? Is that like get milk? Got milk? Like get, get, get shorty. Get weak? Whoa. Yep, she wrote Get Shorty. Oh, now there is Another a kiss, kiss without makeup. What? That's a rare, what a, terrible... a rare alternate. Why did they do that? They are a homely looking group Why did of they men. Do... What were they thinking? They all have matching hair, though. That's weird. I don't know. Uh, probably because they were like, oh, you know, we're middle-aged. We should maybe stop dressing up in a clown makeup now. <laughs> don't know. All right, here's a band Who I've never that heard of. Who knows that Okay, guys, you ever heard of this band from Springfield, Missouri? Formed in 1980, relocated to Houston, Texas, five years later. Uh, King's X. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. A three-piece King, band. Is it King's, S, King's X. X or is it King's Crossing? It's just an X on here. It's King's and the letter X. Yeah, I've heard it. It doesn't even name any of their songs. They've got the albums Out of the Silent Planet, which uh, Iron Maiden has yep. a song named that. Uh, it's a novel by, who's that by? It's a sci-fi novel, right? Uh, yes. Let's say Ray Bradbury and sure. check it later. <laughs> uh, check it. <laughs> Fix it in post. Uh, or, uh, Gretchen and Goes to Nebraska, Faith, Hope, Love. Okay, I never I heard think of I guys. may only know them from ads on the backs of comic books. They got a good look. They got a good look. I like it. Oh, here's another one I've never heard of, but this picture is amazing. <laughs> Troop. You guys know Troop? Wow, no, but I wish that I knew their tailor. We got a quote from uh, one shirts. of the group troops, <laughs> group members. We put dancing and singing together in a serious package. Wow. They're uh, very much like cut from the same cloth as boys to men. Yeah, better hair though, God. Wow-wee. Really good hair. Ma- some of them have matching shirts, but not all of them. <laughs> no, three of the five seems... Ah, uh, here we go. Here's seems a classic. Like someone didn't get the memo. We got the classic John Lennon uh, giving the peace sign at the Statue of Liberty. Oh, yeah. Well, I, that's yeah, like I you can tell from like the gold foil one. border. Oh, that, this that's... is a classic. Rock Express. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> just thinking about John Lennon the other day. I got sad. Just thinking about yeah, him? Yeah, just thinking about how you, he got assassinated. Do you normally just think about him? Once in a while? Yeah. I was thinking about him, too. I read a story. I think Matt Derby wrote this. It was about going back in time to try to stop the murder. Really? But he screwed it up. And then uh, he got in trouble. I was like, ah. Oh, Derby yikes. screwed it up. Was it was yeah. he the character? Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. We need to is it a short story or short story. I'll send it to you. We'll read it Please on the next do. podcast. All right. We should have Derby on here. Let's to do read it live, on the next podcast. To That'd do be, a live reading. And we'll have him here, but one of us will read it just to make him uncomfortable. He, yes. <laughs> he would be crawling in his skin. He would hate that. That's amazing. Uh let's look into that. I'd like to do that. That'd be fun. All right. Uh we got I don't know if this is interesting at all. We've got Alexander O'Neill, <laughs> never heard of him. We got Good Ralph, hat, though. Ralph Trez, Trevant. He looks like a Clay Davis from The Wire. <laughs> also never heard of this guy. Uh, I'm striking out here. The Toll. Look at these tough-looking dudes. Oh, man. Like greaser toughs. Yeah, they look like a greaser Henry Rollins. The Toll. And then I did not get a hologram no, card. No, but you got a contest card. It promised me a hologram. I didn't promise you anything. Anyway, that was fun, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for those, Aaron. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm going to keep the John Lennon one. Trade the rest. Trade them. <laughs> yeah, you got to get rid of those doubles. <laughs> Maybe put them in the spokes of your bike. I'll put you in the spokes of my bike. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, I just I figure before we forget, might as well jump to the old... Uh, the old uh, DLC announcement. Downloadable yeah, content. Mix, mix things up. I, I wonder sometimes if uh, if people uh, look at the length of a podcast and say, well, I'm just going to skip to the last three minutes because that's where the DLC yeah, announcement is. I'm sure they do. Yeah. And we're going to screw them over. That's cool. Yeah. I'm going to mix it up. Uh, uh, we'll, this have is, to, uh... we'll have to make a callback later on to tell people to come back to this point, <laughs> whatever this timestamp is right now. Uh, people are gonna, I think people are going to be excited about this, this three-pack coming for Rock Band. I think so. 
three-pack coming out on Tuesday, the 24th. Cinderella. What? Cinderella. Yeah. First time, uh, first time in rock band. People love 80s hair metal. New and Cinderella edition. is pretty, pretty much epitomizes yeah. 80s hair metal to me. You know what I learned today? What? 20 million albums sold wow. worldwide. Yeah. A number that is absolutely staggering to me. That's so funny, too. Like, when you think about, I don't know if we talked about this recently, but, like, if you check the charts, whatever the top-selling album, like, debut album is these days, like, you get a number one for selling, like, 20,000 I just saw something where it's, like, charted in the top 100 for Billboard with 5,000 yeah. copies sold. And I was That's like, nuts. Really? And you That's go back really to, weird. like, the 80s or 5, even 000? still the 90s and, like... They're in the millions. You could sell like 5 million copies of a record and not be in the top 100. Yeah, and you could still be a nobody. <laughs> Everybody's selling 5 million copies. <laughs> that sort of blows my mind and sort of bums me Times out. Times they are a changing. But I feel like those charts never report on like download sales, which should be like the, that at this point should be the benchmark. Thanks, Napster. Yeah, thanks, Obama. <laughs> uh, so the three songs we've got are really good. You're welcome, Eric. <laughs> we've got Nobody's Fool, which gets, it has uh, keyboards. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Classic. That's true. Pro guitar and bass and keyboards. And the third track is "Shelter Me," also with keys. I think that, uh, I think this will uh, will hit the sweet spot for folks that have been excited about the '80s content that we've been putting out recently. We've had some uh, some bang up '80s pop songs, um, some Holland Oates stuff, some Huey Lewis stuff. Ugh. Oh yeah, um, Rick Astley, a lot Men of good scattered work. singles. Men at Work. Um, but this is like. A nice, a nice counterpoint to that, where we get some '80s rock in there as well. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. So people should enjoy that. Uh, we've also got some uh, Dance Central DLC to announce. Um, I'll do the the month of April, even though we're uh, already nearing the end. Yeah. So on April 10th, we put out Yolanda Be Cool and DCUP's We No Speak Americano, which when we went to Gamescom last year, or maybe even the year before, huge. Yeah, heard that everywhere. Huge over there. I think they only have, like, the repeat button in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> well, what else was, the other big one was the uh, the Gummy Bear song. Oh, yeah, the Gummy Bear song. It's been song. Gummy Bear. It's been that Gummy, 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 Gummy Bear. It's awesome. I'll send you a link later. <laughs> you gotta get that. It's, it's not that awesome. It's so good. It's, it, oh, it's the best. I'm gonna yeah. make it my jam for the day. Remind me when we get back to my desk. That's my jam. I like songs like. about Gummy Bears as much as the next guy. <laughs> But come on, Germans love gummy bears. I thought so. it was a theme song you were gonna sing. No, nope. That's because I mean, they got Haribo. For, is it, is yeah. there a Haribo factory right near? Um, Probably Cologne. That's what I like about Germany. They make stuff. What do we make these days? Nothing. Thanks, Obama. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> <Make> DLC. <laughs> yeah, we do. We are the we are the world's top manufacturer of rock band DLC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, April seventeenth. Uh, Kelly Rowland featuring David Guetta, Commander. And April 24th, Pitbull featuring Neo, Afrojack, and Nayer, Nayer, N-A-Y-E-R. Uh, Give Me Everything. That's uh, coming out next week. Very demanding. For those Dance Central fans out there. Um, I am especially fond of Yolanda Be Cool uh, because uh, I'm fairly certain that it's a Pulp Fiction reference. Yeah. Uh, well, the uh, girl's name isn't Yolanda. It's Honey Bunny. Like I think even in the credits, she's Honey Bunny. No, but it's it, right? it, they they have the conversation where like he asks Tim Yolanda. Roth what her name is, and he's like, "Come on, Yolanda, what's Fonzie really? like?" All right, you know, you know better. Cool. Than I do. That's right, Yolanda. That's what we're gonna be. A couple of Fonzies. Damn. That movie is so good. Anytime it's on TV, whether it's edited or not, I'll watch it. I watched it on YouTube recently in order. On <laughs> YouTube, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> It's wow. so good. Undeniable. What's Fantastic. your favorite storyline in Pulp it's, Fiction? It's probably still in, a, in my top ten movies. One of, one of the few movies that, like, when like I, I first saw it, it, was like, oh, my God, this is, like, my favorite movie. <laughs> and now, like, and 15 years later, I still feel that way about it. Because right. almost everything else that I love 15 years ago, I hate now. Yep. Pulp Fiction holds up. Yeah, it does. I, love it. I, used, to, uh, I used to hate um, Butch's story, Bruce Willis's story. Really? Yeah. Um, I was going to say that what? might be my favorite storyline. And, and now it might be my favorite because uh, I did not uh, I did not like how everything uh, resolved with uh, with Jules um, or because not, the, uh, not because uh, of the naughty stuff with, with no with Vincent rather um, that he uh, that he shoots Vincent when he goes back to get his uh, Spoiler. 
I know, right? I mean, it came um, out in '94. I see what you're saying because, like, yeah, because he, he you think kills, he's like the, one of the main characters. Like, kill, yeah, he kills Vincent. Kill I was like, but I really, I really yeah. liked Vincent. That kind of bums me out. But now, like the whole like the Captain Kangaroo stuff and the, <laughs> the watch, I love it. Yeah, the watch the, the, scene and is the, the whole. I used to know that whole monologue, the, the Chris Walken monologue. I had a friend in college, super awkward, super awkward guy, uh, and he would do things that he just made him laugh. And so he went to audition for that that season's play, and his audition was that piece, the monologue. I might have used that as an audition for a, for a high school drama club thing. That's awesome. Well, this guy did it just to make everyone uncomfortable, and it oh. worked. It and did, he, did he actually go to uh, a Vietnamese prison camp <laughs> and hide a watch up his ass? Probably. Wow. All Method. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's my friend Brian. Shout out to Brian. He uh, runs uh, GayForCats.com. <laughs> he loves cats. Yeah, good for him. Good for him. I don't support cats. I like what? that it's. I like no. that it's registered as a .com, a clearly commercial <laughs> site. It's true. Uh, you don't like cats? What? I don't know. Are you allergic? I like loyalty They're amongst animals. Pretty. I'm bored by cats. Anytime They're I see so Aaron's dog, though. True, that dog's happy to see anyone. True. That's true. I guess you get more of a uh, give and take with a dog. Yeah. yeah. It's like a two-way interaction with a dog. But a cat is just so easy. Like, cat, you can yeah. go away for the weekend, just leave out some food and water. It's fine. I do think the internet has done a lot for cats. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where would the internet be without cats? I don't know. It's true. <laughs> it's built on cats. Yeah, just the amount of, like, web traffic that gets pushed around every day with cat content. <laughs> yeah. That's what cash. we should get into, guys. Yeah, we should. The internet runs on cat content. <laughs> if Nick, Nick, if you could pipe in some cat sound effects right into this part, uh, I think maybe uh, our hits will go up tenfold. Nyan Cat can be our theme for this episode. That was it, is it Nyan Cat or Nyan Cat? Like, because it's like Nyan. I've heard both. Did you guys see Nyan Waits? Someone took a Tom Waits. Oh. <laughs> Tom, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up right now. See if pull, I can pull it up. It's pull so it up good. for some goofs. Uh, oh man, speaking of Tom Waits stuff, I feel like I should. McElroy's thing. McElroy's Tom Waits thing? Yeah. Did you hear it? No. Justin McElroy, who we were just talking about, is workshopping uh, Tom Waits singing uh, the Punky Brewster theme song. Wow. It is amazing. I don't have the rights to it, so I shouldn't play it on the podcast, but uh, (laughs) maybe someday you'll hear it coming from his channels. Uh, Related, uh, when I went to the bookstore to get uh, this pack of stupid cards for you, um, the dude behind the counter was seriously, seriously concerned about a Joy Division cover band that he was talking about starting up. Um, and he was clearly not working at all. Like, he's just dicking around behind the counter. Um, and the one guy who's, like, ringing everyone up and trying to actually help customers was visibly frustrated by this. Really? And the dude in the back is like, well, I mean, I don't want to get in trouble, but it's like Joy Division covers, and I could also, like, some of them are parodies, but some of them are tributes, and I think it's really funny, but I don't know if they'll think it's really funny, and I don't have rights to any of that stuff. And finally, the dude who was ringing me up was like, hey, nobody cares. They're never going to hear about your garbage band, and half of them are dead anyway. (laughs) Shut them right down. Man. I was really excited to see the exchange. <laughs> that was great. Made me more interested in his band, too. Not um, really. Bummer. Uh, Nyan Waits doesn't work on the iPhone. Doesn't play the song. Uh, Look oh, it up, bummer. though. NyanWaits.com. Good <laughs> stuff. Another good commercial site. God, I am warm. You shouldn't have worn pants today. Uh, Yeah. No, I shouldn't have. You're right. Me, a nice utilicult. So what do we got coming Saw up? A lot of those at PAX. Did you? I did not spot a single one. I also didn't on people. I, I did. I, saw a couple I did like... see the booth that was selling utilicals, <laughs> um, but sadly, not the booth that sells tactical corsets. Oof. That's a that's a big that's a big hit at PAX Prime. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, utilicals I think came from Seattle. There's a store in downtown Seattle that sells them. Sure. What is a tactical corset? It's the it's a corset <laughs> equivalent of a utilicult. Yeah. Is that for dudes? No, I mean, maybe. For women, but I think we know some dudes that wear them. I don't know. What bummed me out the most, while we're talking PAX fashion, toe shoes. Mm. Toe shoes will forever and always gross me out. The worst is seeing them on a disgusting, like, wet, dirty convention center bathroom floor. 
Oof. Oh, it's just so great. It, it, it makes me want to hurl. Those are awful. They're awful. I'm yeah. happy they make your feet feel good, but uh, keep it in your house. <laughs> they were banned by the military. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Obama. Thank you, Obama. <laughs> A sincere thank you, Obama. <laughs> yeah, those gross me out. All the way. Yep. So what do we got coming up? E3 is right around the corner already. Oof. We believe e- it? E3 is only like five or six weeks away, Oof. which is bonkers.net. <laughs> um I cannot believe that we are already so close. We're already planning PAX Prime stuff. Uh, we had a bunch of people asking us about whether or not we were going to be doing a rock band night uh, in Seattle for PAX Prime. Um, we still got to plan Gamescom stuff, if we're going to head to Germany, what we're going to bring, what we're going to show. Um, we have more Comic-Con announcements could, coming could out. Pop up. Yeah. Yeah. There's always there's always something wacky that, that kind of drifts onto our schedule somehow. Um, it's been better, though. We haven't had anywhere near as much... Ludicrous, uh, ludicrous travel uh, as we had in the past. Yep. Um, no QVC. No QVC. No, no South by Southwest. Performing um, for Best uh, Buy managers. Related. Uh, quick, quick detour into a uh, Coachella. Um, the Tupac hologram. Oh man. Weird. Did you hear about this fish? No. What is really? This? So, uh, so they had uh, Dre and Snoop uh, came out and like. Did, did a medley a, of did their a, hits. Did a show. Wow. Um, and it's like, that in oh, itself was very cool. Cool. Like, yeah. uh, they sounded uh, good. Uh, important um, artists in the genre. Um, relevant. Um, and then they had a super high-res, like fully rendered 3D Tupac hologram <laughs> that Whoa. came out. Like life-size holo- well, hologram. I don't know. I haven't looked up how they did it yet. But. And, like, and did like three songs, two or three songs, yeah. I think. Um, including like a duet with, with Snoop, Snoop, who like talked with and sang <laughs> with the hologram, like as if it, it was wasn't like a creepy, super dead peer of his. Yep. Um, it, super, wow. it was really weird, and a lot of it was just like I mean, obviously, just like a recording. Yeah. Yep. But they made him come out and do stuff where it's like, "All right, Coachella, everybody, put <laughs> your hands up." I was like, how did they make him say, what are they doing? Like, it was super weird. It makes me super uncomfortable that they, like, oh, man. can just plug words <laughs> into it's a like hologram for a ghost. Someone had a great tweet that was, uh, that's incredible. Coachella, load celery man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. That would have been great. And at the end, <laughs> Tupac disappeared into a cloud of smoke. Yeah. Like a magician. Yeah. It was ah, it was really weird. weird. Um, through that, though, I learned that there is a quote unquote recording artist um, in Japan who exists only as a hologram, um, and she does live shows. What? Um, and like sells out arenas. I read about um, this. I don't I don't remember the name, um, but I'll I'll find some I'll send some links around. What's going wow. on over there? Uh, it's, it's anything wild. goes. Anything goes. Crazy stuff. While you're talking about Japan, uh, Nick might have mentioned this before. I watched this documentary, The Inventions of Dr. Nakamats. <laughs> he did this guy this. apparently holds more patents than anybody in the world. Some, something like over five thousand inventions. Wow. And they're all super weird things. Uh <laughs> The way he gets his his idea process is um, he will go into a pool and he'll go to the bottom of the pool to the point where he's almost drowned and that's when he has ideas and he writes them down on this notepad that he invented to work underwater. (laughs) He's so weird. Like, I felt like half of the things he was saying to the camera were just total BS because, like, it just seemed like he claims to to have invented the floppy disk. Uh, Okay. Yeah. He uh, <laughs> he likes to shop for he's a he's a hobbyist. He likes to shop for cameras, mm-hmm. and the way that he picks cameras out is by smelling them, <laughs> by smelling the camera. Yeah, all right. So look it up. It's uh, called the Inventions of Doctor Nakamats. Sounds like the kind of guy who would own a patent for a three D hologram of Tupac Shakur. Exactly. That's exactly right. Ugh. Yep. So keep it up, Japan. Don't like it. <laughs> I mean, Japan. I'm fine. I'm fine with Japan, and the idea of like a totally fictional artist in Japan is like totally fine. Like, I mean, it's not far removed from like the Gorillas, where there's like a real band, but like that's true. But like the the actual like performance is very rooted in like the the digital the digital and uh, like new media stuff. 
But the idea of taking, like, I feel the same way when they would do, uh, what was it, the Singing in the Rain commercial where it's like, uh, we're just going to make oh, himself yeah. vacuum clean. Yeah, vacuum uh, clean on the floor, yeah. on the ceiling. Or it's like uh, Yule Brenner. They're like, oh, bring him back and like put him in a commercial, make him <laughs> sell sneakers or something. <laughs> makes me makes me really uncomfortable. Uh, broad topic. Did you check out Fez this weekend? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 55 so... cubes. Crushing it. 55? Yeah. You need 32. And you need 64 for the full game. Oh. For like to fully max it out. Well, there's 32 cubes and then 32 anti-cubes. Right. And you only need 32 cubes to, Total, like, to finish it. get the ending. Yeah. But then there's another door uh, that only opens if you have 64 cubes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I stopped playing after 32. I was satisfied. Really? Do you hear about this, Fish? No. So it's a new uh, Xbox Live indie game by Polytron. Uh, and the whole thing is like 8-bit pixel art sort of game, 2D but the the conceit is uh, you find this hypercube or whatever, and it makes the world 3D. So you Whoa. you see it in 2D, but you can rotate the world. Mm. Uh, and it's all these like platforming puzzles, trying to get from point A to point B by navigating this 3D world in 2D space, or 2D world in 3D space, I yeah. guess is a better way to say it. It's really neat. It's really neat. Yeah, so uh, there's there's some simple stuff where it's like, this is a huge gap. I'll never be able to jump across, yeah. but then you shift, pers- shift perspective and it's like, oh, they're actually right next to each other now, <laughs> so I yeah. can just walk across. That's great. It's it's super cool. The, the sound is great. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I binged on it all day Saturday. Yeah, I've been binging it. on it. That's but, one of the best parts about those indie games and arcade. Like, you could just have those fun mm-hmm. yeah. experiences that you had a long time ago yes. mixed with the tech from today. The thing that is most interesting to me is that that, like, the basic premise of the game is just, like, the base layer. Yeah. Uh, And then if you want to do a deep dive, there's so much ridiculous stuff piled on top of that. Like, you can get the 32 and be done with it. But to get the full 64, uh, you have to, uh, like, decode this alien language. Like, there's a cipher in the game. Wow. uh, Where you can decode the language. And then um, there's a similar numerical code, uh, and then there's um, uh, a string of code that's based on Tetris blocks, uh, like the Tetraminos. Good God. Um, there is, uh, there's all this stuff that I did not know until I beat the game, where once you, uh, like if you start a new game plus, like I don't know if you saw that you had that option, yeah, yeah. Um, you get a pair of sunglasses <laughs> yeah. that come down out of the sky. Uh, and the sunglasses allow you to toggle the first-person perspective, yep. um, which is weird, like, in a 2D game. Um, <laughs> like, you can't navigate in first-person, unfortunately, but you, it'll give you a snapshot of yeah. your view in that. But you can see puzzles and clues in first-person that you were not able to see ah. uh, in 2D, where there's, like, some rooms that appear to be completely empty, and no matter how you rotate, like, you can't see anything on the walls. But then when you switch into first person, you can look at the floor and see that there's, like, a whole code laid out on the floor. That's awesome. Um, it's, like, super, super detailed. Like, it's the the first time maybe since I was in grade school, like, playing NES games where I would have to, like, write down maps and, like, code sequences, like, in wow. a notebook. Um, there were a few different things where you had to, like, get out a QR code reader <laughs> to decode levels in games. It's bananas. Like if you wanna if you wanna do the full deep dive, it's really kind of. But what's cool about it is that you don't have to. Like I, to a degree, I'm into that. And then when it gets to the point, like I don't want to feel like I'm working. Yeah. To yeah. play a game, uh, so I didn't do the deeper dive on most of the puzzles like that. Um, and it was still super satisfying to just like play through to the 32 yeah. and then beat it or whatever. But um, yeah, good good balance of hardcore and just mess around and you can still do. It. Yeah. I gotta dig in on this. Yeah, so check it out. We're fans of Fez. Yeah, 10 bucks. Go for it. There's some crazy, like, rhythm-based uh, puzzles in there that I liked. A little uh, bit. Yeah, a little bit of stuff. Tuning forks. I don't know if you uh, solved any of the tuning fork puzzles. No. Oh, don't worry. It's kind of like expert-level stuff. I guess I missed the tuning forks. Yeah. I found the bell, <laughs> and the bell had different tones. The, yeah, I was like, the, I don't know what's doing The bell is bananas. Like, those were the things where they were the most frustrating um, and I actually, because it was so nice this weekend, like kept my windows open. Um, but the, uh, the neighbors have like, 
little like three-year-old kid who's like learning to ride his bike in the driveway hey, and i had to shut the windows <laughs> because i was swearing at the tv <laughs> so loudly i was like oh this is gonna bum this kid out i don't wanna, <laughs> i don't want to make the neighbors upset so i shut the windows oh, <laughs> very uh, thoughtful but, but they they were also like the most rewarding puzzles like when i solved them like i i, I felt like i was you know some like mensa candidate <laughs> <laughs> all right it does make you feel really smart when you solve a puzzle in yep. that game yeah, that gets your brains going. Yeah. Fighting Alzheimer's. It's good. All right, guys. Speaking of fighting Alzheimer's, I think it's time for us to retire. Wow. For the week. Kind of a down note here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks with another episode. And if you're looking for the DLC announcement here, you get a backtrack through about 15 minutes yeah. of Fez and Pulp Fiction discussion. To find yeah. It. But good luck. We can just talk about whatever we want on this show. Yeah. No rules. No rules. The thing about podcasting is anything. Right. All right, guys. Talk to you later. Uh, later. See you later.